2: Find a location near you at
0: bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott joining you. It's 136 in Edmonton. Uh, just if, you, if you get a chance, um, I would suggest uh, if you're a fan of the Edmonton Oilers and you're um, you know obviously aware of the situation with the Stelter family and the Ben Stelter fund, uh, which is part of tonight's 50-50, I highly recommend a piece written by Daniel, Mugent, uh, Bowman, uh, Daniel Nugent Bowman of The Athletic. We'll be tweeting it out from our uh, Oiters Now Twitter account here shortly, and you'll certainly, uh, it's an excellent piece, to say the least. Difficult subject matter, but great piece. Royal Pizza Pizza passed and so much more February is Valentine's month at Royal Pizza enjoy your dinner for two which includes your choice of salad uh, one on their uh, gourmet medium pizzas as well as a choice of an uh, excellent dessert all for just 37.95 Royal Pizza still making it great Royal Pizza. Between uh, Total Sports and uh, Oilers Lunch and then Oilers Now, uh, they've been an advertiser of ours uh, for the last 22 seasons. Uh, Edmonton owned and operated 15 locations in the city of Edmonton. Off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We welcome back to Oilers Now. A uh, guy that carved out a niche for himself in the National Hockey League. He now does some excellent media work for the NHL Network and on MSG. Involved in the Rangers broadcast. We welcome back to the show Michael Rupp. Mike, it's Bob. How you doing? What's up, Bob? How are you, man? Well, I mean, i got to watch Conor McDavid and Leon Dreisettel to name a couple on a nightly basis, so it's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel bad for you, man. I feel bad. It would be nice to watch some good players play once in a while. Uh, no kidding. We've had a lot of conversations, and I know we've talked about it before. Uh, it's it's funny how the worm turns, uh, and you know, <laughs> Edmonton. Uh, has a, I mean, let's face it, the Orders didn't win the lottery once, they won it twice, because they won the lottery in 2014 when they got saddle when he fell to three, and then of course, they won the biggest lottery of all them all when they got McDavid 2015. The Orders targeted you in free agency, because I might know a guy that did some of the behind the scenes work on that, uh, from an analytics perspective, but it's it's different now. Edmonton's at a different place in the free agency world, uh, and, and in large part because at the end of the day, Mike, the best players and, and players want to play with the best players, don't they? They do. They do, and that, that, that I think becomes the
2: one of the largest recruiting tools in the NHL. And um, you know, I even know from from my vantage point is being a role player. I mean, that's that's why I signed with the Pittsburgh Penguins because it was basically I was a, a player that wasn't going to play with um, with Crosby or Malkin on a consistent basis, but I got some shifts with them. That was part of the is a free agent. Um, when I'm talking to the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're like, "Hey, we're going to filter. We're going to filter those guys through your line, and you'll play. Uh, you'll play with those guys on occasion." And certainly, my numbers improved. <laughs> doing that so um, plus you want to win and uh, you need star power in this league and and it becomes quite the recruiting tool uh,
0: These tonight's a matchup between two teams that uh, lost in the conference finals last year but two teams that want to make the, the next step and the Rangers are red hot they've won six straight and they've really been good for the last three months Mike I mean you sit there and look at their record they're 21-5-4 and four in their last 30 games you watch this team on a regular basis what are we looking at tonight what's going well for New York you know what?
2: It's it's that it's that kind of cliche where we just say they find a way to win, because if you look at their games and that record you just mentioned, you think that oh man, this team's this team's dominant right now. And I'll say this: they're 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 going good. Obviously, they're getting points in games, um, but as far as if you speak to Gerard Gallant, they still got a little ways to go. I mean, they're kind of getting by in some of these games, and maybe even some of the games that you think they should have a little bit of an easier time. They don't. But at the end of the day, they're getting wins. And I, I think that there's so many times where uh, over in the course of 82-game season, like you need to get those kind of wins. And, and they're finding a way right now, and it looks different each night.
0: Yeah. Uh, Igor Shosturkin won the Vesna Trophy last year. Not quite at the same level as last season. I mean, he's still sitting with a 915 save percentage. Or are we picking apart a guy who's pretty good?
2: yeah I think it's I think it's that um you know this is a guy that is uh I mean last year what he did was incredible and I don't know I mean we've seen flashes maybe this year of him being at that level but um that's setting the bar really really high right so I mean that's like it's equivalent to Austin Matthews last year having 60 goals and just thinking well he's got to get 60 every year I mean I don't know a 45 50 goal season still pretty good right so um, this guy's elite he uh, gives them an advantage in that on pretty much every every single every single night and I think come playoff time I mean that's your guy that's what you're leaning on if you're them
0: New York Rangers have Keandre Miller, who's having a career year. He's at 30 points in 54 games. He's a pending RFA. This is a team that's got, you know, Adam Fox, who won a uh, Norris Trophy a couple of years ago and Truba is the captain of the team, hard-hitting uh, right shot D. But are you a little bit surprised at the offense that Miller has uh, shown this year, or has it been coming for a couple of years now?
2: I think it's been coming. More and more confidence, more and more ice time and situational play um, he's one of the league leaders and and, uh, geez, how do you define that stat again? It's like, uh, it's stick checks, poke checks. um, breaking up plays with a stick. I mean, he's been phenomenal with that for a few years now. And, uh, he's got a great skating ability. I mean, he's a big boy. And when he gets moving and he's got that long reach, like he can make things happen. So I think he's starting to feel more and more like I got the green light. I can go and I can rely on my skating ability to get me back if need be. So, um, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg with him I think he's an absolute stud
0: From the NHL Network and MSG Network we're joined by Michael Rupp Mike, uh, Tarasenko and Mikola. come over uh, in that deal where the uh, Rangers who'd moved uh, a D-man at the Dallas Stars and ended up getting, I couldn't believe that trade by the way and got a, the Stars number one but they ended up moving one, you know, a, a number one back to St. Louis to get Tarasenko and uh what, what have you thought of the impact of that trade so far?
2: You know what? It's been big. I mean, uh, Teresanko, obviously, second shift with the Rangers, gets a goal. Um, <laughs> ever since that acquisition, our Artemi Panarin's been on an absolute tear, so having his fellow countrymen there I, I think probably helps um, just lift the spirits a little bit. And um, Mikola got a goal the other night, kind of a lucky bounce on a goal. But I, I think that the bigger thing with this is that a, the Rangers it had a hole in their lineup, and on the right side the right winger and Vlad Tarasenko coming in here even if he's not scoring every game right now it gives them options I mean Gerard Gallant has legitimate options now where he can bounce guys around move around he's done that lately he's been kind of even though they've been winning that he's trying different things different looks this team now just having a player like that now they started kind of tweaking their power play which is generally a a, a good power play, and he he's got the ability now. All right, I can go righties on some. I, I can have a nice righty lefty combo. He's got options because it was a very right-handed heavy power play. Like it's he had the four righties, and then Chris Kreider is a lefty in front of the net. So um, it, it just gives them options. And again, even if Vlad's not getting it done right now, and not that he isn't, but his numbers aren't. You know, he's not getting a uh, goal game or or more than that, uh, it, it still just gives them the the ability to kind of push some buttons. And the other part, too, I didn't realize how dominant Vlad has been in the playoffs. I mean, he's got 41 goals in 90 games in the playoffs. And that's that's up in the category of, Guys like Nathan McKinnon, Braden Point, Alex Ovechkin, the last number of seasons. So, um, you know, you're taking back ten years. I mean, Vlad thing was putting the puck in the playoffs in, 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 in the net in, in big moments. So, I think that's why they got him.
0: Nils Lundquist was the player that was moved by the Rangers for Dallas number one. And the way the deal works, the Island or the uh, St. Louis Blues will get either the Rangers or Dallas's number one. It was ever, uh, I believe, what, what was ever. Uh, Whatever pick ends up being lower, they end up getting as a result of that. So, nonetheless, the Blues do get a number one. So, they made it. They made a trade. They still got a little bit of cap space. Do you envision that uh, we could see a scenario in which Chris Drury potentially goes out and makes another deal to upgrade this team?
2: I do. I do. I think that it might come in the position of uh, just a depth beast, bottom six. Um, I got my eyes on uh, Tyler Mott coming back, and uh, he's obviously in Ottawa. You just need a, a guy in this lineup that can kill penalties, give a little burst of energy, create some turnovers. I mean, they don't need they don't need more offense. They just they need they need a little bit of uh, just to, to stir up a little chaos out there. Those types of players, not even necessarily physically, just good speed and hard on the forecheck. And I think Tyler Mott fits fits that bill. They they loved him what he brought last year, and this team last year, like you mentioned, Bob, that went to the Eastern Conference Finals, I mean, it, that was because they went out and they got Andrew Kopp, they got Frank Petrano, and they got the Tyler Mott. And and these players gave them something different. They, they played a particular role. So uh, a Tyler Mott-esque player, Tyler Mott himself, uh, I think that that's a move, uh, a little move, but it could pay big dividends to the Rangers.
0: Do you buy that certain things happen in certain arenas between teams? Like the last two, like there's been several high, you know, the night we honored Glenn Sather here in Edmonton, it was in the old building. Uh, Lori Korpikoski, of all people, got a hat trick. Uh, you know, 2019, the second last visit the Rangers had in this building, 7-5 for the Oilers. The Oilers blew a 6-0 lead. Rangers scored five straight before Yamamoto finished it off. Pernarin had four points. And then uh, last year, we had Connor McDavid score a goal for the ages as the Oilers rallied from 4-1. Sometimes there's just something about a matchup, isn't there?
2: Yeah, there is. It's funny you say that because there's certain buildings in the league right now. Every time I think of them, uh, sometimes it gives me the gives me some flashbacks and, and some bad experiences. Uh, some were good experiences. I remember a little story. When I went to the Minnesota Wild, I got traded there my last two years um, playing. I got traded from the Rangers to the Wild and we were going out and playing in vancouver and i remember chuck fletcher the gm of the wild at the time he said to me and i got brought in there to be a physical presence but to be um a locker room guy right to give a little more swagger in certain areas and uh, of the game and he pulled me aside and, and we were out in van getting ready to kind of i think we just landed and he goes hey he goes "Rupper." um it's crazy, I know, to say this, but we haven't won in Vancouver in I don't even know how long, like years, years they haven't won there. And he's like, for whatever reason, we just come here, and it's like we don't believe we can win. He's just like, I'm just giving you that little tidbit. Do what you need to do inside the room and um, see if you can kind of bring some extra energy to the group, you know. And uh, it was funny. uh, That year, um, we ended up kind of snapping that, snapping that losing streak there. And and then it it just started feeling like you can maybe – play in, in those buildings and get the points and it's not something that's going to follow you around your whole career so it's certainly something i don't know why it's something but
0: it is well mike have a great uh time on the broadcast tonight thank you for joining us on orders now awesome bob enjoy all right there you go that's michael rupp it is 148 in edmonton back with evan bouchard when we return on orders now all right, Evan. Uh, the last time you guys played the New York Rangers, down three nothing, you sniped a couple in the uh, third period to get the team going. Dylan chipped in with one. Just uh, what do you remember about that game and the comeback against New York?
1: Uh, definitely remember the, uh, the comeback, you know, the push we had in the third period. I think that was a big stepping point for the team. I think that was a huge win for us. All right, uh, for you, uh,
0: it's been an, an interesting season now. The orders have made a move. They've sent Vincent DeHernay down, of course. He didn't play the last game due to Nellis. Uh, you know you're going to be getting more minutes here, obviously, when you guys go from seven to six. Just your thoughts on that.
1: Um, I think it's something that uh, everyone's got to be ready for um, everyone's got to be ready to uh, you know, fill in those minutes that he was playing but uh, you know, I think we have the, the decor to do it I think uh, we're all we're all ready for it
0: The team is 12 4 and 4 over the last 20 games uh, you've been paired mostly with Philip Robert and he is plus 15 in his last 18 games uh, you're at plus 9 during that stretch are you, are you feeling better about your game overall and is there something
1: about being paired with Philip that has worked well for you personally uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, things are coming together. Um, I think, especially for, you know, for me and Philip, I think we're we're building a lot of chemistry. You know, we're getting used to our uh, habits and stuff. And for a player, you know, like myself, to play with someone like Philip, who's uh, you know he's simple, he's, he can skate well, he makes good plays. It uh, makes things a lot easier. Uh,
0: this is a contract year
1: for you. Have you felt the weight that comes with that a bit? Like, are you, or is it simply? I mean, it's kind of out of your hands, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely out of your hands. But in a way, it is. uh, kind of in your control a little bit depending on the way you play um you know, definitely uh, weighs on you a little bit. Um, something that you try not to think about too, too much. But uh, you know, it does uh, pop in your head once in a while. But uh, you know, I think recently, I've really just been trying to focus on controlling what I can control, and that's uh, you know, the play on the ice. What What are the
0: biggest reoccurring themes, messages that uh, Dave Manson and Mark Stewart and Jay Woodcroft have communicated to you about your game and what you need to work on? Uh,
1: I think it's still playing, uh, you know, hard below the uh, below the tops of the circles. I think. That's uh, something that I've really been working on. The offense will, uh, know, will come, and I think it is, uh, it is coming here. So I think uh, there's focusing on the D zone is, uh, you know, constant recurrence. You guys just played eight consecutive games against teams 22nd to 32nd in the standings. You had
0: won five straight going in, four, one, and three in these eight. But now you've got a couple games against way better teams. With all due respect yeah. to the Detroits and Montreals of the world, just a thought in stepping up in weight class,
1: playing a real good Rangers squad that's mm-hmm. won six straight, and then Colorado won. Sunday? Well, I think this is going to be huge for us. It's a great test. Um, you know, We know what we're capable of and uh, you know, we can compete with any team and I think we are a uh, you know, top team so I think uh, we're really going gonna to have to show that tonight against New York.
0: That is Evan Bouchard of the Edmonton Oilers. Let's go to the Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Travel to California this April to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. You can reach out to Newestravel.com. We're going to go back to 1988, uh, which is, what, uh, 35 years ago. On this date, here is Brendan Escott. Wayne Gretzky registers two helpers and a 4-4 Oilers tie against the Maple Leafs. A ties Gordie Howe's record of 1,049 career assists. Gretzky finishing up his NHL career with 1,000. 963 that as we know is more than any other player even has points here's the skid for the week Oilers versus the Rangers tonight at Rogers place 5.30 face off show Reed Wilkins Rob Brown uh, Cam Moon Jack Michaels Brendan Escott myself all part of the Oilers Radio Network 7pm puck drop Sunday we will be live from Ball Arena 1pm Edmonton time the Oilers in the Avalanche Best of Oilers Now on Monday. Up next, global news, weather, traffic update, Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jay Nye. I. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Back at you at 5.30.